Hey guys, Reg Scott here, co-host of Sports Talk with Reg and Brandon Podcast. We give fans all the hottest takes regarding NFL, NBA, MLB, college sports, and more. You should check us out on all the major platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Alexa. Again, it's Sports Talk with Reg and Brandon. You like our content? Cool. Click subscribe, leave a review. We appreciate your feedback. Episode 14, Brandon couldn't be here with me today, so he's fired. (laughs) Nah, just kidding. Uh, He has some business to take care of, so he couldn't be here with me. Um, But congrats to the Dodgers, man. Champions. World Series champions. For the first time in 32 years. 1988. I wasn't even born. I was born in 88. I was born in December of 88. So I missed the last title. I didn't get a chance to see it. Just missed it by uh, by a couple months, two months. But these guys are champions again, man, and that's great. You know, another key point to note out. Obviously, the Lakers. You know, they won again this year. This is the second time, right? The second time in sports history where we've had two teams in one city win the title major sports right two teams in one city win a title in the same year these dudes have done it twice so really i mean you got to give just a congrats to to the city of los angeles i mean they've been through a lot you know covid has hit them to the state of california the hardest um obviously you know losing a legend and Kobe Bryant you know that that has really hit the city of Los Angeles hard um it's just big you know big thumbs up to them you know happy for them you know I've had the pleasure you know to spend some time out there you know I vacation out there you know every now and then um you know over the last six years it's it's just a great city yeah, I've had I've been fortunate enough to, you know, to be able to travel the country and, you know, go to different places. And there's no city like Los Angeles, Los Angeles. There isn't just great town, great people. Um, it can be as big as you want it. It can be as small as you want it to be. Right. Um, but let's just get into that game. Right. So they finish it in six. Beat the Rays three to one. Corey Seager named World Series MVP, which yeah, we, we all kind of figure. I mean, he he had a hell of a series. Uh, he's probably going to end up being the NL season MVP. I think he should. Um, but Mookie Betts, I mean, is Boston not shooting themselves in the foot for that trade? I mean, you really didn't get a whole lot. Alex Verdugo and some prospects. <laughs> You really didn't get a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, you want to get off of David Price's money, but yeah. But anyway, Mookie Betts, I mean, scored twice, had a single, had an RBI in the sixth inning. Austin Barnes uh, followed up with another RBI. Um, the whole talk, though, is Kevin Cash. The next day, Kevin Cash, did he make a mistake, you know, pulling uh, pitcher Blake Snell out in the sixth inning? 
after just two hits. Had 73 total pitches, but two hits. Gave up two base hits, and he's pulled from the game. Do I think that he should have did it? Hell no. I mean, the dude, the dude finished with nine strikeouts, had a 2.7 ERA for that game, for that game six. That's that analytics shit. You know? That's the mistake that's made when you allow analytics to... When you use analytics to try to manage a game. You can't do it. That's not what analytics is for. The whole purpose of analytics, the root word, is to analyze. Meaning... I should be analyzing player performance, not using it to manage ball games and make decisions in ball games. I use it to analyze player performance, and that helps me identify as a coach, manager, whatever. It helps me identify strengths and weaknesses, areas where, okay, if I got a player that has a weakness, okay, area where he can get better. What can we do differently than what we're already doing right now? Player development. That's why you see teams like the Dodgers, man. Like, they just they just have, I mean, damn near have probably the best farm system in baseball. I mean, you look at their roster. They didn't buy a chip. I mean, yeah, okay, sure. They, they made the trade for Mookie Betts. But just about everybody else on that roster, those are all farm system players. And they use analytics as a way to help develop that talent. We see this in the NBA happen a lot, too. You know, uh, most recently, most recently with the Houston Rockets, Mike D'Antoni, small ball. Shit doesn't work. It does not work. It does not work. Not when you got to go up against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Two bigs that can score from anywhere on the court and can guard anybody one through five. Doesn't work. Mike D'Antoni fired. It's never worked. Right? We should have learned that with Billy Bean in 2002 <laughs> when they lost in the postseason yeah granted you know they they won 20 straight games but you know again you you can't manage you can't manage a ball game that way you know yeah numbers numbers tell a story but you also have to be able to put that story in context. I mean, I, I agree with the statement. Numbers don't lie. You're right. They don't lie. But what happened to the eye in the sky as well, right? You still got to be able to uh, to watch. You got to watch the games. Use the eye test. What does the eye test tell you? Get a feel for the game. Context, Right? And I kind of feel like with this whole analytics movement, and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm all for I'm all for I'm all for using that tool. I'm all for the numbers. I think it's huge. It's it's been great for the game. 
right? But I think that ability to just use the eye test and just watch the games, I think that that's that's kind of been lost. Or we're starting to see that it's getting lost. I was listening to uh, George Sedano, <laughs> him and LZ Grandison on their show. Had Kevin Cash been a manager for any of the, the bigger market teams like the Yankees or hell, the Dodgers in his point, his ass would have been fired. His ass would have been out the door. This is the move you don't make. You just don't do it. The guy had nine strikeouts. Nine strikeouts in what? Less than five and a half innings? Well, yeah. That's crazy. Now, do I think uh, that determined the outcome of the game? No. It changed the momentum. But I think it ultimately delayed the inevitable. I think the Dodgers would have ended up winning that game. I mean, the strength of their team, now, don't get me wrong, they, they pitch, they're deep with Walker Bueller and, uh, and you know, Kershaw there and Dustin May, Julio Urias, you know, who, who was awesome in that game six. Pitching wise, they're deep. But man, if you look at their lineup, lefties, righties, lefties, righties, lefties, righties. Muncie, Bellinger, Betts, Justin Turner. We'll get into him uh, later on. They're deep. They're deep when it comes to their their, uh, hitting lineup. They're batters. Just a really deep team. So, no, I don't don't believe that Kevin Cash's move would have it changed the outcome of the game. It just delayed the inevitable. It it switched the momentum relatively quickly. And, and we felt that, you know. Um, awesome Barnes had a score, right? He, he hit his RBI, right? Followed up by Mookie. Then in the seventh, Mookie gets a single. <laughs> End up winning the game 3-1. Dave Roberts said in the post game. He said, when they made the switch, Mookie turned and looked at me with a smile. <laughs> we all know what that means. Like, yeah, they done fucked up. They did. They did. And, you know, Kevin Cash, you know, he's got to be, um, if I'm him, you know, I'm, I'm it's, you got to think, bro, you shot yourself in the foot, right? Again, you cannot allow analytics to... Um, be the driving force of managing a game. You use it as a tool to analyze and identify areas of strengths and weaknesses. And then off of that, I should be looking at, okay, this is a way that I could get better. These are, these are some of the things that I knew, need to do to get better. Excuse me more clear statement right how about Clayton Kershaw I mean I I 
I thought that, you know, his numbers, um, I thought he was good. I thought he was solid. You know, did, did they, was, was his performance in games two and five, was that the reason why they won? No, but he did his job. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at it. Um, 14 strikeouts in two games, had a 2.34 ERA in the series. Um, this postseason, 37 strikeouts, 2.93 ERA. This season, the 2020 season, 62 strikeouts, 2.16 ERA. He had a good year. Won 80% of the games. He had a good year. Has he punched his ticket to the Hall of Fame? Hell yeah. I thought that, I, I thought he Ben did that. I mean, the dude's got three Cy Youngs. Three-time Cy Young winner. You know, he's been the ace for the Dodgers in their eight consecutive NL West titles. He's punched his ticket. He's been to the World Series four times now. He's punched his ticket. And now he's finally got a ring. The monkey's off the bat. The monkey for sure is off his back. You know, I mean, now it's like, I mean, anything anything else after this is, is this is this a sweetener, you know? Yeah, I was telling Brandon in the last, I believe it was probably, probably the last episode, but I was telling Brandon, you know, being at home, you know, I mean, they, so the Dodgers, you know, they, they played, they were, play, they were in the Texas Ranger Stadium, right, which is in Arlington, Texas, Clayton Kershaw went to Highland Park High School, you know, big, big time, you know, they're a pretty good football program in the state of Texas, um, but, you know, he, he was a baseball star, obviously, right, baseball star, you know, only 23 minutes away from home. I think that certainly, you know, relaxes a pitcher, puts a pitcher at ease. Um, but also, I mean, he, he, he gets up. You also get up for that game, too, right? I don't think, you know, with the support, you know, with family and friends, you know, if you will, that support group, I don't think you're thinking about, well, The past, you know, um, the choke artists, you know, all the other labels, you know, that fans and, uh, you know, media you know, ha- have put on them. Not really thinking about that kind of stuff. He's more at ease. And it helped. He, he, he did his job. You know, again, I thought I thought he played well. He had a solid series. You know, is that the reason why they won or the, the sole reason I mean, it's 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 a piece he did his job but but no I, I don't believe that that was the sole reason um why they won you know walker bueller he was stout you know um hell man i, I go all the way back to game two of the nlcs 
against Atlanta <laughs> when we scored a total of 15 runs. We won the game 15-3, but we scored 11 unanswered runs. I go back to that game. <laughs> the, the hitting, you know, the, the hitting for the Dodgers has been uh has been great. And again, you know, we'll talk, you know, more about their the expectations for them going forward because I think Andrew Friedman has set this team up nicely. Very nicely. Justin Turner. <laughs> Man. People going after his neck. MLB launched an investigation. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll share my thoughts. <laughs> oh, man. So my brother sends me this text about DeAndre Hopkins, receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. So apparently he gave some Trump supporters the bird, flipping the old bird while driving his car through Arizona freeway. I don't know if he was probably on his way, um, I don't know, to or from his house or the practice or whatever. But um, yeah, so flipping the, flipping the old bird, right, <laughs> to some Trump supporters. He says his finger was injured and he couldn't get the other one up. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, my only thing is this, you know, I'm all for, you know, First Amendment right, free speech, you know, supporting whatever candidate it is that you choose to support. But let's just do it wisely. Right. Let's be smart about what we're doing. You know, let's not be driving recklessly on freeways or anywhere anywhere in the street for that matter you know causing delay or 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 even uh, a potential accident you know where people get hurt lose a life you know i mean let's let's be smart about what we're doing right but justin turner right let's get into that so he was he ended up testing positive for for the coronavirus, you know, he was removed from the game in the seventh inning. That positive test was validated, so there was no false positive or anything like that. And I mean, I I even noticed it, you know, after. Well, I didn't know that he he had tested positive until after the game, but I noticed that he was on the field during a celebration, and then it came out. So apparently he violated the coronavirus protocol set by Major League Baseball and um, Major League Baseball Players Association, MLBPA. That's tough. Um, I mean, I, you know, I I get it. You know, the the coronavirus. You know, it's it's a big it's a big thing right now that's happening that that, that has really affected our country. Um, you know, lots of, we have lots of positive cases, millions of positive cases, thousands of deaths, you know, I get it. You know, it, it seems to have an effect towards, you know, elderly and, you know, people that, you know, maybe just don't have, you know, uh, that strong of immune system, 
but you know I, I i try to put put things into perspective you know understand you know his situation right um I mean, he, he, he just won a championship, you know, he, he, if you won a title for, you know, for your team and then, you know, you were removed, hey, you can't participate in this celebration or finish the game for, you know, for that matter, you know, how would you feel, you know, um, yesterday, Major League Baseball released this statement, Turner was placed in isolation for safety of those around him however the following dodgers following the dodgers victory it was clear that turner chose to disregard uh the agreed upon joint protocols and the instructions he was given by the safety and protection of others while a desire to celebrate is un is understandable turner's decision to leave isolation and enter the field was wrong and put everyone he came in contact with at risk when mlb security raised the matter of being on the field with Turner. He emphatically refused to comply. <laughs> Again, you got to understand <laughs> his situation. <laughs> he just won a World Series. And, 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 and I'm sorry, like, don't don't think for a second that, you know, I'm I'm not taking the coronavirus seriously or anything. Definitely. I'm definitely masked up, you know, um, I definitely understand that, you know, that, yeah, there is a risk. There was a risk, you know, with, with him being out there. Um, but f- from what I saw, at least just on television, well, from what America was able to see, I mean, he, he had a mask. Yeah, he, 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 he was out there with a mask on. Now for the photo, he took it off. Didn't really seem like he was talking to where you know, those water molecules could spread, you know, to, to any of his teammates. He wasn't talking, you know, he was paused for, um, you know, one to two second photo, you know, and, and the team dispersed, you know, his, his wife was out there. She was aware of the diagnosis or the, the positive test. Same with his teammates. I mean, he was sitting right next to to uh manager dave roberts it kind of seemed like it was okay commissioner rob manfred he was out there (laughs) giving the trophy getting booed right it seemed like there was at least at that time there was no issue so major league baseball you know they're they're launching their investigation and, and they're going to do their due diligence. You know, they're going to look into, you know, his actions. Um, Buster Olney, you know, from ESPN, you know, you know he even reported that, you know, they're going to look at MLB. They're going to look at the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers, the officials, their personnel. You know, was there anybody there that may have helped facilitate his return? Right return to the field you know he was again he was pulled in the second inning immediately isolated quarantined you know in the doctor's office how did he get back on the field it seems like it it was just him if it's my guess i i, I would say that it was just him he was not going to be denied right he was not going to be denied 
Here's Andrew Friedman's statement, the manager, general manager for the Dodgers. You know, he says having a mask and stand socially distanced. Uh, he wanted to come out and take a picture with the trophy. Well, I can't state strongly enough of how big of a role he's played in the success of the organization. He further said, but I think for him, just being a free agent, not knowing exactly how the future is going to play out, I don't think there was anyone that was going to stop him from going out. I think from at least my perspective and not watching it super closely with everything going on, but I think he was mindful of other people, especially people that hadn't already been in contact with him. This is something that we're going to to wrap our arms around tonight and in the morning and figure out where we're going from here. Again, that was a statement from Andrew Friedman on Wednesday. But apparently the team, the team flew back. Everybody that was on the Dodgers plane, they were all tested. These guys, they're tested every day and they all tested negative. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, that that's acceptable, you know, I'm not saying that his actions uh, were good, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you got to understand context. You know, you heard me reference, you know, context, you know, before the break, understand his situation. You know, this is a guy, you know, that's he's been on the team. He, he's been there for for every World Series run, you know, the, the, their, their four year World Series run. Right. Three, three of the last four years, you know, he, he's been there. I think he's been there, what, since 2011. Guy's 35 years old. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's a free agent this year. Just finished a four-year, $64 million contract. I hope they resign him. He's a free agent. So you don't know when's the next time, you know, you're going to have that opportunity to celebrate. You know, Mayor Garcetti... In L.A., you know, said that there, there's not going to be a parade. Well, as of right now, not, they can't have a parade right now, you know, due to the coronavirus. Hell, I don't know when the hell they're going to be able to have a parade. Right. I wouldn't be shocked. The least if they canceled it altogether. Said we're going to have to forego this. So you got to understand his situation. So, you know, when you have pundits that get on TV and call him selfish, um, again, people that work in sports media, you know, saying that, well, this is a larger, this is a symptom of a larger problem in America. Bullshit. Bullshit. His actions have nothing to do with with how America is. It's not a reflection of how America is today. He was doing something. He went out there to celebrate with his team because he helped that team win a title and he didn't know when the last time that he would see his guys again, his teammates again, his coach, his coaches again. The people that run that organization. That's a special moment. And he'll have that forever. For the rest of his life. Something that nobody can take away from him. 
you know, you, you got to put things in context and understand. But if you've never been through anything like that, you wouldn't. You know, and, and, and again, I, I completely understand, you know, there's millions of people out there that have lost loved ones due to this virus. I completely understand that. But it just seemed like to me in that situation, that particular situation, people just, the teammates didn't care. They weren't that concerned about it. He was sitting right next to the manager, Dave Roberts. So, I mean, I imagine, you know, he's going to get, suspended you know next year he'll probably have to pay a fine um if the dodgers helped usher him out to the field you know that's an even bigger problem but i think at the end of the day i mean all will be well you know we we just got to take a step back and just understand understand his plight you know How about the Dodgers going forward? (laughs) I mean, I look at their team. They're set. They're set. And again, a a big part of that is because of Andrew Friedman, you know, the, the manager. I mean, he set up. He set up a good farm system. They know how to use analytics um, in a way that, well, help the team win games, not lose games like Kevin Cash, right? I mean, just the teams, they've operated under the luxury tax. All their guys, they're all farm system players, you know? Um, He just saved all his chips and made a good trade for Mookie Betts. So you had Bryce Harper that was out there last season um or i believe the year before that did they low ball yeah maybe but they i mean they understood what kind of player he was you had anthony redone that ended up signing with the angels they didn't really make a move on him Cleveland threw Francisco Lindor out there. They entertained it, but didn't really make a move. Mookie Betts. That was the guy that they wanted. I mean, Mookie, I mean, he's... I don't even want to say... He's just, he's good at everything. To say that he's a jack-of-all-trades, I think, is kind of an understatement. He's good at everything. He can hit jacks, line drives steal bases he's a hell of a defender (laughs) one hell of a defender in that right field i mean just look at their roster just look at the dodgers roster walker bueller i mean that's he's a cy young candidate every year you got dustin may gavin lux julio urias tony gonsolin you know i mean he's you know, I mean, he, he he's didn't have the best World Series, but you know, 
that could just be, you know, um, yeah, inexperienced. Maybe on, on his end. Look at their hitters. They're set. They got their three. They got three studs. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Corey Seager. Oh, yeah. Corey Seager, NLCS MVP, World Series MVP, and he's probably going to be the NL MVP. Yeah. Um, uh, the guy from San Diego, um, Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. He's going to be in the mix, but... He, he 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 didn't do he didn't do what Corey Seager did this year. You know what I mean? So so you're talking potentially three studs. I got three studs that were the last three um, that were all M- reigning MVPs. That's crazy. And the Dodgers got him. Now he's a free agent. They're going to have to pay him. But fuck, that's that's one dude that you, you don't let walk out of your clubhouse, out of your locker room. You don't. And then the move with Dave Roberts. So last year, losing to the Nationals in um, you know winner take all in the NLCS, everybody thought like pff, Dave Roberts was about to get the axe. He said no, you know we, we, we're gonna. Maintain status quo. What can we do to get better? What can we do to make the roster better? That was Andrew Friedman's focus. And I thought they went after the right guy in Mookie. Right? Because it seemed like they lacked. They just had. They had a lot of guys that hit jacks. Right? Justin Turner. Jock Peterson. I mean, he's a free agent. I I think he may end up not being there next year. Um, AJ Pollock, that was good for him. The young Will Smith, catcher, Max Muncy, you know, all these different guys that they're finding. They, they just had a lot of guys that, you know, that, that hit jacks. They don't do a lot of the other stuff, you know, that, that we saw, um, Atlanta doing, you know, Ronald Acuna, you know, stealing bases, um, Albies, Ozzy Albies, right? Ozuna, you know, those guys, they steal bases. Uh, who else? Fernando Tatis Jr. steals bases. You know what I mean? They didn't really have that last year. And I thought adding Mookie, Mookie to the mix, that was good. It helped. You know? So you again is this is this is a squad that I can can see I I see them competing for titles for the next 8 years. And they will definitely win more. Now, will they go back to back? I don't know because like I said, that NL West rivalry between LA and San Diego, the Dodgers and the Padres, that's real. That is real. San Diego led the league in grand slams this year. That's crazy. They're real. The Braves, they're going to be there. Right? 
the Brewers, they're always there. Hopefully, you know, their, you know, uh, Major League Baseball is kindly, probably, they're, they're back to some kind of norm. Meaning you may see more than, you'll probably see more than 60 games. You know, that, that's always that fact that, you know, momentum factor. That That's that's how the Nationals, you know, won um, last year. Do I think that the Nationals were the best team in the NL? No, I do not. Hence why they weren't in the playoffs this year. They just got hot. They got hot at the right time. You hope that doesn't really happen um, with the Dodgers because, you know, we've seen them again. You know, they win somewhere between 90 to 110 games, 95 and 110 games every single year. But then, you know, those those bats tend to freeze up, you know, in that second round, second, third round. You know, they lose that that momentum. So you you, you hope that. You know, that doesn't become a common occurrence for them, you know, going forward. But I think, you know, I think Andrew Freeman, man, he's going to find ways to make this roster better. They're going to compete. They're going to be right there in the mix. Will they win it every year? No. I mean, that's just baseball. No. But they're going to be right there. And, and, and yeah, they're going to they will get a few few more chips. We're not done with this team. I think they're just getting started. Now that they're starting to get they're starting to get the right ingredients. Corey Seager healthy. Right? Starting to get the right ingredients. But at any rate, it's a good show. By myself, but I think it was a good show. <laughs> We're four days away from election day. Um Definitely get out there and vote. Mail-in ballots, you, you gotta you gotta take them to the polls, right? Don't put anything in the mail at this point, right? It's, it's not probably not gonna make it. Just take it to the polls. Early voting is still taking place, or you know, just 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 go and vote, right? Don't matter who you vote for, you know. We, we try not to get too much too deep into political views on this show you know we don't want we want to be respectable of all of all our fans our listeners but just vote you know um you can also catch me on social media instagram twitter at coach underscore underscore reggie r-e-g-g-i-e and on that note i'm out <laughs>